0: Hello and welcome to The Art of Existing. I'm Emma Kivetna and this is part two of my conversation with soul-affirming life coach and my best friend, James O'Connor. If you haven't listened to our conversation, uh, the part, part one of our conversation in the previous episode, I highly encourage you to do that first um, as there's lots of goodies in that co- uh, part as much as there is in this part And yeah, let's just get into things. Uh, We're just going to continue with the conversation where it left off. James is here talking about his experiences with using weed and mushrooms for spiritual development.
1: So I started with LSD and I've only done it once uh, because I just don't know how you find it.
0: (laughs) I can hook you up. And then...
1: Uh, And then I got to weed because that's like super accessible right now. Like Mm -hmm. it's more, it's made legal in Canada. So Mm. you can just go, there's like three or four stores that are popping up in every single town in Ontario. (laughs) You just go to the (laughs) local shop and you get some. And that was really magical for me. But like, I find that in those moments, what I want to do is I want to sit down and I want to like write in my journal or I want to pull some cards for myself or I want to read some self-help or like spiritual books. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just feel like I'm doing it from a different level of consciousness, like from that higher level of myself. Mm -hmm. So then I was interested in trying mushrooms because I felt like intuitively that's where I was being guided towards. But I guess I learned that there's like difference between mushroom to mushroom and that like, even though they are the same variety, doesn't mean that like one of them has the same amount of like psychoactive ingredients as another. So the first batch that I got, I tripped three times with that because it was seven grams and I did it over three different trips Mm -hmm. and they were beautiful experiences. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I reconnected to love, like what love is. I felt love for the first time, like in my whole life, I felt like I never really felt like that much love ever. I felt super confident with myself. I was having moments with myself in the mirror of like seeing how tired I was and having so much compassion and love.
0: So when you say you felt love or connected to love for the first time, do you mean you felt, you felt loved or you felt you loved everything?
1: I felt what like feeling love feels like mm-hmm. in your body. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's just like an overwhelming sense of being held mm. and like being cared for and, and having worth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one <laughs> which i feel like the world just
1: knocks out of you yeah and so to connect to that in that moment it's like oh this is like what i need to go towards yeah. this is important like this is game changing which yeah. is why i think that like i'm having all these experiences where i can actually be happy now because yeah. i had like a taste of it and i'm trying to figure out how can i do it just like in my day-to-day right because i know that uh from the teacher that i listened to mm-hmm. it's like you can get there from drugs because drugs help you to release resistance but also you should just try to release resistance. Like yeah. if you can release your day to day resistance and eventually you'll get to that place. Right. Uh, and then the second time I tripped on mushrooms, I like released something that was like super emotional from my childhood, mm-hmm. but it was still very manageable. Cause I was still very much like in that room and I was just feeling the emotion and I was feeling it like stronger and I was crying. And, uh, I feel like because of some of my astrological placements and because I'm a man and yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Can't cry as easily, but then with mushrooms, it like helps me to have these emotional releases. Yeah. Uh, but then I got a new batch because I finished that batch, and then the first time I tripped with that batch, it was like a whole different experience, where I like totally I had the ego death, and I totally Mm. like disconnected from my sense of self. Uh, which I don't think is a bad thing, but if you're not prepared for it, yeah,
0: because I just think that
1: we don't have any way of uh, the way that I've been describing it is like. I, we have no way to comprehend of not being a body.
0: Right. Oh my God. Because we
1: just are so like, I'm in a body and I have boundaries and I know where things end and where things begin. Mm-hmm. And that's comforting. And
0: we're so connected to our senses.
1: Yeah. It's like nice that I can have the conversation with you and I, and, and I like knowing that I can just like stop talking to you and I can move yeah. over here and then I can yeah. talk to that person if I want to. But in this moment, I'm like totally disconnected from any boundary and all of a sudden I'm just like a fluid, chaotic mess. Mm. <laughs> and uh was it it's scary? overwhelming was,
0: and, but was it scary too or was it just like this is a lot
1: okay <laughs> well the way that i would answer that is that it feels like this is how it feels like for me it feels like all of a sudden you're thrown into a party like the universe is having a party for you mm-hmm. and they're basically saying like there's a break from the day-to-day life there's a break from the way of life that you know it. And now all of a sudden there's this thing that happens where you have to go into this like different mode of being where uh basically nothing uh, it's like a break, a break mm-hmm. from life. Yes. Yeah. And it feels so intoxicating like it's really nice cuz you're like, "Oh, I needed this break." But then at the same time, it gets confusing cuz you're like, "Well, why did I need that?" and also, then I start, like, losing my sense of, like, where I was and why I was there. Uh, and then I actually start longing for not wanting to have a break at all. Like, I don't want a break from life. I want to be in life. Yeah. Uh, but I think that is just the way that my consciousness or my brain has made sense of what's happening for me I don't think that is what's happening but that was the easiest way for me to like make sense of oh this is this is what it is because then the second time that I tried them again which is like maybe stupidly because (laughs) uh, but the second time I had the experience of the first time and so then I was able to kind of tell myself like oh no that's not what it is it is something different Mm. Uh, but then the trip lasts for a long time and so then i start to like talk myself out of me knowing that it is uh so i want to get to the place where i know uh where i can be like confident and know that which part of me then is thinking though that i just never want to do them again because i don't know <laughs> if i ever really need to have that experience again but then there is the mm-hmm. part of me that like wants to just kind of learn how to use them the way that they're intended. Right.
0: yeah you maybe got what you kind of needed or were looking for from them for now at least but I think he will do them again.
1: <laughs> but it's almost like what I get out of it, like the, the best thing that I get out of it is just my sense of like, oh my gosh, I liked life the way that it was. Yeah. Like that's actually like sometimes Oh sometime my God,
0: that is so, that's kind of what I had too. Yeah. It, it, but in a different-ish way. But I'll just want to go back to second what you said about the taking a break from the ego or something like that. Um, you said taking a break from life. Yep. Yeah. So when I'm trying to think of like when you really break down the word this phrase ego death, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. I just was thinking like, it kind of does mean you're taking a break from self Mm -hmm. because ego is self. Ego Mm -hmm. is your sense of self. And so, and then there's like the physical body. It's like physical death is, is death. Like your physical body dies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or, or if you say, if you go into a coma or something, then you're taking a break from your physical self. So when your ego, when you have ego death and you're taking a break from yourself, that is so crazy to think that like one second I'm me the next second I'm taking, Oh, I'm going to take a break from being me. Yep. Then it's like, what are you? Yep. And that is ego death. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's like, that could be scary.
1: But that is the point. Yeah. yeah and that's we the we're point, supposed though. to ask ourselves. <laughs> so, Poignantly, like well who am i then because i thought i knew who i was right. but then all of a sudden i lost it i took a break from it
0: i took a break from being and
1: then i realized the that ego. actually like actually why do i believe that
0: right
1: then i come back and now all of a sudden i go actually i don't need to believe those things as strongly as i did
0: like even now just trying to comprehend that in my head is mm-hmm. like impossible because i'm an ego right now and i'm yeah. very conscious and not high yeah. but like i can't even imagine like taking a break from Myself, my soul. It's like,
1: yep. crazy. <laughs> but we've talked like since December till now, mm-hmm. I've taken mushrooms five times.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: <laughs> Is that true?
0: <laughs> I think that's what it's, you just said. True. You said you did three from the first batch and two from the second batch, and the second yeah. one was when you had a bad trip.
1: Yeah, and like yeah. December was the first time I tried weed, so actually January was the to- first time I tried mushrooms. So it's been since January. Okay. But I had a conversation with you like a month ago, and I was saying to you, I was like, i feel like a completely different person like i don't even feel like i'm the same and i was like are you gonna leave me i was like afraid because like i'm not the same as who i was and now i'm like someone so different but i think that is the power of losing that ego and why i've been able to connect to this happiness feeling because i'm just like i guess i know what truly matters well you can't say that because (laughs) (laughs) the universe is wide (laughs) and spirituality is deep
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you're never done (laughs) but I'm just
1: at a place now where I'm like oh I feel like I know what I need to care about and I know what I don't need to care about and uh, I I just am so happy with that
0: yeah I Mm -hmm. would say you are very different from the last time I met with you a year ago but like in such a good way like you're so much more you Mm -hmm. like and I'm not surprised at all Mm -hmm. it's just like you're just like even better now yeah like it's you're just so much more you and it's why i
1: want mushrooms to be like normal
0: <laughs> i know because i feel like we should
1: have this we need to have this experience like when we're like 17
0: <laughs> figure our shit out earlier don't have to wait for a freaking and Saturn return. <laughs> you wait a few
1: more years and then you do it again when you're like yeah. 26 yeah so it's like before you go to university and then afterwards or i don't know and then you're just like having these check-ins where you're going like what do i actually really fucking care about
0: yeah this is where psychedelics could be actually super helpful for mental health and that's that's a huge conversation in in politics and social just everything
1: i know i'm such a big believer of them but then it's nice to have a humbling experience with them too Mm -hmm. because then you realize that the plant is the teacher and where they take you you don't know so
0: and you have to respect the teacher and respect the plant you can't just like don't think you're more than them yeah. more than the plant and...
1: which is what i think we were trying to do this week like we were trying to respect that like <laughs> mm, yeah <laughs> and you need to have more experiences on your own where you yeah. can get to know the teacher exactly. as opposed and to like, having your first experience and
0: i think that's ultimately why we didn't do mushrooms yeah. this week was because i would rather i really want to have an experience on mushrooms first solo mm-hmm. um in my own private home setting and by myself and a lesser dose than what i had before because it was super overwhelming Um, and just, and then just like get a, get a handle on it better and then be like, okay, I feel like I could do this with someone now, Mm -hmm. not just anybody, someone like you. So ultimately I think it was a good choice that we didn't (laughs) try to squeeze them in this week Mm -hmm. just for the sake of saying, oh, that we did them.
1: But yeah, like that Saturn return piece that we were talking about, like I've been seeing it in like, it is your absolute return to yourself again
0: Mm -hmm. it really is and
1: so that's why i like i don't think it's a surprise that right now i'm like i really fucking know who i am right now like it's like i feel like i did touch to that core of who i am and like what i care about and that's why i guess people are seeing it in me because they're just like recognizing that oh you're like being you're you're super sure Mm -hmm. and you're just like confident in that
0: and both of our saturns Oh, this is so cool so both of our saturns i'm just realizing are in aquarius because we're the mm-hmm. same roughly the same age and saturn moves super slowly through all it's just a slow planet so there's like always going to be a, a group of people around roughly the same age that have their saturn saturn in aquarius
1: mm-hmm.
0: so we both have our saturn in aquarius but in different houses um, and you have an Aquarius moon as well. So like with the Saturn returning to the age, to not the age of Aquarius, but to the sign of Aquarius, wh- what does that, how, how, what do you, what does that mean for you? Like in terms of Aquarius energy, especially given that you have an Aquarius moon, because mm-hmm. I feel like for you, because you have an Aquarius moon and Saturn coming back to Aquarius for you is like you're coming you're you're reconnecting so much more with your emotions mm. that moon that shadow side that moon side of you in that aquarius like way which is like innovative a bit nonconformist, non-conformist thinking outside the box kind of taking risks and i feel like that's kind of what you've been doing mm-hmm. like especially emotionally and challenging your emotional security a bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then for me mine's in my ninth house my saturn and my ninth house which is ruled by my ninth house is ruled by aquarius which is all about like oh my God, i'm just putting this all together now spiritual well it's actually that's actually the 12th house, but it's about, about religion and like philosophy and like uh seeking wisdom and that kind of thing spirituality is more the 12th house but i'm gonna say like it's kind of related to the ninth house mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. and i'm having this like new spiritual awakening and like being super aquarius about about it in terms of like uh, doing, trying things I never would have tried before and being a bit more innovative and like nonconformist, a bit of a rebel, um, if, at least by my standards. Um, yeah. What do you think of that?
1: <laughs> well, Aquarius is also because it's. I feel like it's a sign that's known to care about society as a whole. Mm-hmm.
0: It's the humanity sign, humanitarian mm-hmm. sign, yeah.
1: Which... It's, it is weird to think of in the sense that, like, there's a whole generation and that, like, the generation that we were raised in had that as, like, something that they cared about. Mm-hmm. Especially, I guess, when you grow up in the same classroom as these people who have right. that same Saturn placement. And you're like, yeah. oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that being aside, I think that is true for you and I. Like, uh, I guess coming back to that place of, like, what are we really here for? And I feel like it does have some connection to humanity reminding yourself that like, Oh yeah, we're here for something that's like more than ourselves. Uh, and like, we can't explain it. We don't know why we want to do something that's more than just I us. Know. And, and it, like why we have such a strong calling for that. This Cause we both have it. <laughs>
0: such a big thing that I'm putting together right now. Cause the whole, this whole week there's been also a running theme of like, what's our purpose? Why are mm-hmm. we here? And we, you talked about community for you and communication for me. And like, um we're both kind of going to 2024 with like some ideas of like maybe changing things up like you know you know moving or like changing jobs and career like past like just very big changes that we're thinking of making and a lot of our stuff a lot of the stuff that we want to do is related to serving humanity at large yeah and i just like connected that with the fact that we're both going through a Saturn return which happens to be in the humanitarian side of Aquarius it's like no wonder we're getting more in touch with the why and the how behind why do we want to and how do we want to, like, serve Mm -hmm. humanity and people and in what ways.
1: And I think that's almost the call. Like, I remember pulling that card from the... You had a card that
0: specifically was about that.
1: But it's reconnecting with those people who have the intention of doing being here for reasons more than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then that when you connect with those people, it just like, is easy and it makes sense. And I feel like that's why it like explains why you and I have this like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like we have the same like mission.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but Which... in different ways, but similar, but yeah. It...
1: And it feels weird to talk about this idea of like mission, but maybe we'll get to a place where we more normalize that. Like right. we are aliens in a human suit <laughs> and like we are souls in a, yeah. Uh, Yes. With a specific, like, mission. But then also we're human. Like, uh, it's complicated. <laughs> it
0: is. It's a lot. It's a very layered situation.
1: <laughs> but that is almost like what I want to use my community for is I want to get these people to all come together and I want us to start doing it together because mm. I'm done with doing it alone. Oh like, doing it alone has been very isolating and I feel like I'm the only one and, and it's you tiring. It you can kind and... of
0: only take something so far on your own. Like, mm-hmm. humans really do collaborate super well like that is one of our biggest strengths is collaboration i think Mm -hmm. and you're oh my god your aquarius moon it's in the seventh house right Mm. which is the house of relationships and collaboration and like business partnerships and any kind of partnership that's cool too so what
1: does that mean for you then with your uh well i'm more so around communication
0: um hmm you mean like what does it mean for aquarius in relation to communication
1: like because i'm saying that i'm looking to find those souls oh, okay. who are right who have the similar mission which i think wouldn't you want that as well but you're you were saying I think that for you're more me solo. i'm
0: more solo and and i think okay so yeah, but here's... then i think
1: that because this did come up where i'm like yeah but like maybe you need to or. in a group (laughs) i probably (laughs) do because didn't you say that there's something in your in one of those places where you're like it's like a resistant thing and that if you were to actually do it then it would be really beneficial for you but it is out of your comfort zone That,
0: (laughs) yes you probably i think you're talking about my lilith placement in the 11th house in aries which is um where i feel the most shame and so like lilith is is about shame and so it's in my 11th house which is the house of um community which actually is the house natively ruled by aquarius funnily enough but mine's ruled by Aries, and um, so if I have Lilith there, basically I feel shame about taking up space and authority and leadership in community uh, in ways, mm-hmm. in like the way that an Aries would. Aries is very—it's the cardinal fire sign. They're very impulsive leaders. They—they're the the fire starters, the go getters. Like they're the initiators of projects. They—they they will lead. I don't care who follows, as long as they're leading. Like. I have such a problem being an authority figure, not a problem, but I have, I guess I have shame around being an authority figure and kind of like, who am I to do that? Like, Mm -hmm. like, who am I? Like, shut up, like, go away. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. Um, And who are you to think that you could lead people in something? And yet, the Lilith placement is such a, is a placement uh, such that if you, ironically, if you did just do that, if you didn't have that shame, it's actually where like some of your strongest gifts would lie. And I've kind of been getting a taste of that in my new community here and where I live, taking a bit of a leadership role. Like I've been, I've been teaching writing classes and like leading people through workshops, writing workshops and that kind of thing and like giving people advice and like emceeing on open mics and stuff. And it's, it's, it's so it's like I've, I've been way more in the public eye as like a quote, someone leading or who knows, who appears to know what she's doing than I ever have before and it's gone well Mm -hmm. (laughs) like so far it's been received well i feel i feel pretty in my element actually so i feel like that that was that's been me kind of tackling that lilith uh shame piece there so i think maybe that's what you're talking about Mm -hmm. but that's interesting though because the 11th house like i said is natively ruled by aquarius but then back to your thing you're saying about connect uh, communication and how it connects what does that look like for me then Right. So I am more solo. And I think the communication thing for me is not so much about me finding my tribe. It's more so a message thing. It's more like what message do I want to get out to people or messages? And um, how can I harness like my voice, whether through literal like talking or teaching uh, or writing or podcasting or singing or art? How can I harness the throat chakra, that my voice to deliver messages to humanity that, serves humanity mm-hmm. and helps people and makes a difference and leave something behind i think that is my uh that's my big thing does that answer your question mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
1: i'm like kind of getting lost in my own thought because i think yeah. you were talking about like what is the message that you want to get out and across oh, and then i, I started know. thinking about really like what is the thing that i care about the most and then talking about this idea of community but like what because that's such a broad terms mm-hmm. and i had a conversation with my mom and <laughs> i was kind of i was self-imposing or not self-imposing i was imposing onto her that i could see her kind of being like the witchy like healer of because she's a scorpio so i was just kind of envisioning that she's like not afraid to listen to people and like all their dark stories that they have if they are going through a, a like tough time and mm-hmm. then i could like just envision her going back to her garden and it's full of like uh those herbs that are good for healing. And then she can just like pick them and turn them into something and then give them, that was what I was seeing for her. Yeah. And then I was seeing, I was kind of like, well, well, what would I be? And in a sense, it was kind of like, Oh, well on the one level, I want to like have trips with people like yes. go, or, or, or like facilitate trips for people. But then almost that didn't even feel, it didn't feel as accurate. Then this idea came to my mind where I was thinking about how I was like, I really just want to maybe like uh, play. Like, I just want to, play like make believe i just want to be having fun because that is so important and then we did that was a thing that came up where it was just about like this importance of the importance of playing and how it was like almost like that's all i cared about i just want people to play again
0: well and like again like your north node is in the fifth house of creativity and Mm -hmm. pleasure and fun like basically it's a house typically ruled by leo Mm -hmm. and you're leo rising and like that just to me when you say that makes so much sense for you like Mm -hmm. you are the pleasure seeker and plus you're a life path five Mm -hmm. which is like all about having fun (laughs) and yeah i think that's a great like message to deliver to humanity because we need more of that
1: yeah and i have my background in theater and performance and so i was kind of envisioning like doing improv stuff with people Mm -hmm. or like just kind of getting them to put on a play but i just think that's basically like yeah what this you, is why it's so funny because the word is like literally right there yeah. put on a play put on play, play. Put, put on play for people to see yeah. like it's such a structured version of play but it's still play and you have to come up with it you came up people someone came up with the play they were having fun they played with the idea and then it turned into something yeah. so it's like that's really what I, well because on the one hand yeah like trips is a, is it taking people on trips is a very like aquarius thing i'm thinking or like Mm -hmm. a very cerebral thing and it's like really helping them on one level and i love doing that too and i have so much of that in me that like i can do it and i can do it well Mm -hmm. uh but i don't know maybe because of this life path five and the leo placement setup, like i just have that energy where i just really want to be playing
0: here's a question then would you say that that's an obsession or a passion because that's something we talked about Mm -hmm. this week like the specifically the, the play seeking fun and play do you think you're obsessed with that would you say you're obsessed with that and that the mm-hmm. trips is like a passion of yours that you're good at but that you're actually more obsessed with just having a pleasurable fun creative playful life
1: that's a good question <laughs> i think that the answer is kind of circumstantial mm-hmm. because the way that i was I guess the life experience that I lived up into this moment, the answer right now is more so that play feels like the obsession mm-hmm. because it's something that I've always known. It's something that I've always enjoyed. Uh, and it's something that I still feel very like strongly and passionately about. And then, yeah, the other thing, uh, I, it could maybe become something mm-hmm. eventually, but I'm still like in the very early stages of it. But I was just envisioning that maybe if I was like raised at a different time, or in a different culture and someone was able to see when I was younger that this was something that I was good at. And then they like ushered me into this like role of someone who yeah. was able to like guide people in the spiritual, then that would have been given me permission sooner. And right. maybe that could have been an obsession. So I don't know. I don't, i but maybe you are also intuitively picking up that play really is the obsession and that I'm overthinking it.
0: <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and but I'm is, also wanting to leave it open. I'm wanting to leave I it know. open because I want to answer
1: well, both. that's so funny. <laughs> okay,
0: so the overthinking such a Virgo sun and then the I want to leave it open what an Aquarius moon. Which is exactly that's what your placements are. That's so funny.
1: But to like answer the question simply I think that the play does sound more like the obsession. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just do we have a way for i for me to like allow that to become something in the real world right like can people p- pay me just to like play <laughs> play as adults <laughs> or teach something? me how to
0: play how do i <laughs> let go and just like yeah because i think I, I it's like, like
1: every business like every office has like a playroom for adults and you just like take an hour break you know. and you just play around I and mean then you leave and then you go back yeah. to your structured life the like,
0: music festival i just went to had a ball pit for adults yeah. you know like that was amazing <laughs> Yeah. so we need more play in our lives as adults it's not something you should you need to just shut off once mm-hmm. you reach a certain age and i think there was one card we drew this week that said something like life is simpler than you're making it to be or something like that and it's like it it, it is and like people do take it too seriously i think and mm-hmm. we just make shit up for us to do
1: so what does that mean to you then if like what does that mean for you for me, but life is simpler than we make it out to be
0: i think it means i'm just not going to worry about such stupid human things like <laughs> like i mean obviously i have to like pay my bills and all that crap <laughs> like, <laughs> damn it i have to do that taxes and shit but like if i if i'm if i'm like you know a little behind on something a bill or or, or whatever i'm not gonna like freak out about it like i, I actually I'm pretty good at paying my bills. I actually, I do pay my bills. What am I saying? I do prioritize the things I like need to do, but I think what, what it means for me is that what I'm saying is that I'm going to just not try to get so caught up on other stupid things that come up that I, I feel like I'm lacking in something or this or that, or I didn't do that in time or I didn't finish that or I didn't, uh, this didn't turn out the way I wanted it to or whatever.
1: When I, we can like really take that bill example though and say that like, the idea of paying a bill like it can be on your mind all the time even if you have enough money you know you're going to be able to pay the bill you're like thinking oh but then and then i want to have a life that's going to require more bills than i need to make more money in order to get this it's like that's the little thing that it's like maybe you don't need to care about that right now right because does that does that matter right in this present moment
0: and that's where i think i'm still too caught up on things as like bills and money and like I really want to do these things that just seem like fun and, and play. Like uh, I I want to do more art and just write more songs and all all these other things that really aren't necessarily going to make me money, at least not right now, because I haven't just set it up in that way yet. But then I just, I, I, I for some reason then attribute such a devaluing to it, like, well, then it's not worth doing if you're not going to earn money from it because all you're, you're just a money you you're you're just born to be a money making machine and pay taxes and bills and like Mm -hmm. and um and then save up and you know so you have enough money to retire Mm -hmm. like be responsible with your money so you you know all that shit and it's just i just don't care i just don't care enough to like do that to Mm -hmm. that extent and that being said at the same time i really do want and need money because i want to do so many big things in life that require money like travel right so then it's like, well, I do need to figure out a way, a way to how to monetize these things that I do for fun, but so then I don't know. It's kind of it's hard. It's complicated to to do that. And I know you've kind of struggled with that too.
1: Yeah, but yet, yeah, like, I the channel message that I did yesterday mm-hmm. was it just yesterday that we went to the cafe, and, or is it two yeah
0: churro? To- that was yesterday. That was yesterday. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So yesterday we, and I was doing some channeling and the idea was, it was kind of, I guess it's around this idea of the secret, which is like really just law yeah. of attraction. Yeah. Um. But it was saying that if you focus on the fun of it, then you're going to want to spend more time on that. Like you're going to want to be, Oh, like that's the thing that I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with this thing that like just uh, lights me up inside and I'm just, I like, can't obsess over it and it doesn't like, and it just creates more creative fire. Like, yeah. That's really nice. It's like, and then saying that if you focus on the money and you want the money to be that, like, you want the money to be the thing that is, like, creating life mm-hmm. and, like, a, and making you so passionate and, like, go, going out there. Abundant. Like, no, because money can't ever be that because money is just this, like. Energy. Yeah. Money is just this uh, fiction that we created up to represent something. Right. And then it really is just, like, oh, I want to just accumulate more and more of it. And so I guess the idea was that you focus on the thing that really lights you up and then the money is this other thing. It like comes in and it goes, right. but that's not the main thing that you're looking at. You can almost just like keep it out of your mind because you're no. just like too busy doing all this other stuff. Uh, and then I guess it's to the extent where you're like really just having fun and you're accumulating all of this like really yeah. great experience in life. And then like money is just like pouring in, it's yeah. pouring in and you're like not even thinking about it because you're right. just doing the thing that's fun. And then you're spending the money, so then you're like putting it back out there because money wants to live. Money wants to flow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just wants to flow, and you have no worry because you know it's just going to come in. It's going to just right, keep coming exactly. in. Exactly.
0: That's where I would love to get, <laughs> and I think that's where my my uh, struggles with under- trying to still understand the dynamics of like how money works with that play flow and the energy flow of money. Because I still don't see money as energy yet. Like it's, I'm trying to, but um it's hard because I just see it as like mm. this enough, like made up numbers in my bank account. I don't even sometimes see the actual money unless I go and take cash out of the ATM. Yeah. So it doesn't even exist most of the time for me unless I go get cash. Um, but so then I, I just attribute it to being this like physical thing. Mm-hmm. If, if I even, if that, if I even have the cash, Yeah. but really like this past year, I've been learning more about like seeing money as, an energy that comes and goes and ebbs and flows and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's like well how do you attract more energy to you mm-hmm. right and then i think that's what comes with a lot that's where the law of traction comes in what you get put out is kind of what you get back and um yeah yeah
1: and it's like an appreciation and focusing your time on the thing that really lights you up and mm-hmm. uh
0: yeah and, of course, it has to be supported with action as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to actually do things and do the things. and But it, the whole well, point is you I mean, do maybe it. maybe
1: some people would argue that the answer is
0: no. <laughs> some people absolutely would argue that. Yeah. And I would I'd love to agree with them, but I just haven't <laughs> had that experience yet. But I think the idea is that you still need to do things and take action and, and do, do the work. But with that mindset of abundance and attraction, like, rather than scarcity. Because mm-hmm. um, then the energy is going to be scarce. Mm-hmm. right that's what you're going to track
1: well and i guess we can add that intuitive part to it because you can maybe say okay i feel like i will get to this place where i am going to have like this set amount of money whatever mm-hmm. but then you have to take like the steps to get there yeah uh so that's just i guess i guess that was me just trying to validate that experience too where you're saying like oh yeah you do have to take action because then you know that in order for me to take that first to get to step one i have to take that action which gets me there and then i yeah. have to take the action that gets me to step two and then i have to take this action that takes me to step three right whereas you could just have it that oh well i will just money will just flow into my account i don't have to do anything money will just flow yeah but then the answer may be well how much amount of time is that gonna take? right because maybe then universe is like okay well we'll be we'll get on it We'll get on it, and money will flow right into your account <laughs> yeah, through un- <laughs> then, unexpected
0: means, like an inheritance or a, a check that was lost mm-hmm. in the mail. Like it, it can happen.
1: But then, for people who are like wanting to fast track or like get it sooner, it's yeah. like then you make it happen yourself. Then you make
0: it happen. That's where I think that's and I think that's where me as a manifesting generator mm. comes in. <laughs> that's a whole human design thing. Do we want to talk about that and get into that? So <laughs> that's a lot.
1: But, I know we still. I, I, we have like a list of all these things that we want to do before I leave, which is tomorrow. Oh, and we still need
0: to look at the human design. We haven't even like, done the t- <laughs> yeah. We need to do that,
1: but we can, I mean, you can make this a two part.
0: <laughs> I'm actually going to, because it's already an hour and a half. So it's yes, going to be a two part. Sure. Yeah. And then you
1: get two weeks out of
0: it. You get Two weeks of James, <laughs> which is great. But yeah, I think as a manifesting generator, uh, which is what my human design is, is, that I, there's the generator and then there's manifesting generators and basically manifesting generators is a generator except they're just like way more they're more efficient and faster they always are looking for the shortest way quickest and easiest and best way to get something done and i think it also means something to uh, one of their centers is connected to the throat chakra center um that's not the official like term for it but it's i'd have to look it up to be sure or you can look it up listener <laughs> but it's uh, It basically means one of the motors in your, like, sacral, like, area is connected to an, a, a motor that's higher up or something like that. This is terribly defined. But I just know that for me, I have one of my, like, lower centers connected to my throat center, which is interesting, again, because of the communication thing. That's a big thing for me. So, I feel like I would be someone who would want to manifest money quicker and efficiently and just do do do. But then again, that's where I have um kind of a bit of a downfall with going into that masculine do do like energy en- and constant doing energy mm-hmm. because then i don't i feel like purposeless and like like when you think of masculine and feminine and masculine um energy and like the purposes of both like what how do they work together. It's like, well, masculine kind of there to hold space for the feminine and like protect it and like uh provide for it and give it purpose. So it's like, this is why you're providing is because the feminine is here to receive that and to be open and, and then in return, nurture you back. And if I'm just constantly doing and being super masculine and my purpose is like to provide, but I, I never or rarely dip into my feminine side of like, well, this is why you're doing it. Then I feel like, well, why am I doing it?
1: mm-hmm okay that <laughs> that
0: <laughs> yeah
1: you need to highlight that part of it
0: <laughs> i know and remember it i do yeah
1: like that is exactly that
0: that's it, so true <laughs> that, and that is why i need to go more feminine right now is because this will re-validate or re-align uh, i need a better word but uh, something it will recalibrate the reason of like why am i doing all these things and being mm-hmm. super masculine doing all the actions and uh trying to build a business this is such a good point i'm so glad i made that connection <laughs> uh, cool do you have any? it's about
1: changing your relationship to everything yeah
0: <laughs> oh that's just everything just just oh you know just everything in life my whole life myself every, everything purpose
1: and then i'm just kind of imagining you having a different relationship with everything where it's like healthy boundaries because mm-hmm your relationship with money is a relationship at the end of the day and is it a toxic relationship oh my god it it totally is is.
0: i even wrote a letter to money (laughs) the other week Mm. as if it was a relationship
1: so if as a manifesting generator it is important for you to like generate this uh toxic <laughs> no
0: i mean i don't want <laughs> to generate toxic anything but i think maybe i have a tendency to fall generate into that.
1: this thing that you have a relationship with that is toxic
0: yeah just uh, for the sake of efficiency
1: then how are you going to be able to have any level of like inner deep satisfaction mm. so yeah right. you need to yeah
0: that's where the feminine comes in but yeah.
1: i like that because i think a lot of what we've been talking about this whole time is really about like getting flavors or like a taste of what really matters the most. But I think at the end of the day, like we still don't know. Yes. There's so much that we don't know. And we have an idea. Oh, I have more clarity that like, this is something that I need to do or I have more clarity that that's something I need to go towards. Mm-hmm. But we can have another uh, talk next year when we connect again and, we'll and then see what what we think about that time but Mm -hmm. we really are just trying our best to have like uh, to bring more like happiness into our lives and i think that's uh, this is us yeah like trying to cultivate something from this inner passion inside of us and like turn it into something that is
0: making sense of
1: (laughs) yeah i'm thinking of the magician and like Mm. alchemizing lead into gold like how can i take this thing that i have that's not actually really anything special yeah and how can i alchemize it and turn it into something that's
0: right <gasps> fancy and shiny and yeah. valuable and beautiful
1: <laughs> yeah priceless <laughs> priceless
0: yeah i think that ultimately is the the big thing behind being a human the big the big mystery is like how do you achieve happiness mm-hmm. that's kind of i think what most people want mm-hmm. it's just to be happy
1: and then how do we sabotage ourselves from it? Because yeah, like I just had, I've had two experiences recently where I like said yes to experiences that had to, that I really wanted where they had to do with performing. And on the one hand I wanted to say no, cause I just want to avoid feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I want to avoid my life changing. And so yeah. then I wanted to say no, but I knew that I, I knew that I really wanted to say yes. Yeah. And so then I said yes. And like, I think it's, it's just so subtle in those spaces where you have that moment to say yes to something that you actually really care about. Yes. Uh, but then you realize that you keep saying no to them. Like it comes, it comes around and around again, but you It'll keep, keep saying coming no, no, Because no. I came to visit you and you posted on your Facebook that you were, they were looking for performers for this pride event. Mm-hmm. And like immediately I had the thought, like I could do it. Yeah. Like 100% yeah. I, I've been working on the songs you told me that you could give me a guitar that I could use while I was here. We went and bought the capo. Like all of those things were things that like all of that could have been done. But I was like, oh, but I could just say no, because if I don't do it, then that's not the end of the world. Like we'll still right. have a great time. I'll right. still get to go. We'll still watch performances. Yeah. It'll be good. Uh, but then, yeah, like, but what if I said yes? And then I and so I I I just said yes. Yeah. and then. I don't, it was like, it was amazing, but yeah, I know exactly where I want to be going. I know what I need to be saying yes to. And when those opportunities come up, i say yes to them. And Mm -hmm. then I just start moving along the path. Like that's exciting.
0: And I think that like, another thing we talked about this week was that when there, when we do meet resistance in our life uh, or fear, like fear is a form of resistance, that's, that's actually another form of intuition. And it's saying Mm. like, that actually is something you need to do, Mm -hmm. even though you are scared. Yep. Um, It's actually, that actually is the next it step. It is
1: your intuition.
0: It is your intuition. So a lot of people, and I, I'm not the person who thought this up. I read this or heard this somewhere on a podcast, but somebody was talking about how intuition, everybody thinks that it should only be positive reinforcements when you're feeling intuitive hits. Like mm-hmm. that's a yes for me. That's a hard yes. Like in my, intu- in my intuition, my gut feeling, I was immediate yes to, to do X, Y, Z, whatever. Or I had a good feeling when I went to the room. Um, and if anything else other other than that is bad is not is means it's a no um if i'm intuitive if, if i'm feeling scared about something or and, and sometimes it is a no sometimes you go into a room and you're like intuitively like there's a bad energy mm-hmm. here like something weird is going on or like you meet someone you're like oh like you seem like i don't like the way you're talking to me like i need to leave like this is not mm-hmm. safe yes listen to your gut that's that's valid but then there's other times when you're like oh my god i really want to do that thing but oh that's scary like i don't think i should do it is that is that uh, is that then just a hard no a lot of people would be like oh intuitively my gut says i shouldn't do it Mm -hmm. so i should just avoid it Mm -hmm. but the thing that this person was saying was that no that's actually your intuition saying yes to it but just letting you know it's going to be a little hard to Mm -hmm. do which means it's still valid as an experience to have and that you should have it
1: and the other thing is that it's like you'll actually have what you want if you say yes to this. You'll actually have what you yeah. want. And are you ready for that? Exactly. And, and then it's sad because we. The answer is no. Sometimes,
0: <laughs> sometimes people are like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna." No, I actually don't want.
1: I don't want, I, really want. I, I don't want what I
0: really want. I don't want what I really want. Isn't that weird to <laughs> hey, say? Space girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I want. What I really don't want. <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, that's true. Though some people do get the, get the intuitive hit that like, "Oh, this is going to be difficult. I want to do it, but it's difficult." And then they say, "No, I'm not going to do it." And that's an opportunity you miss. And it's going to come back around. You're going to keep getting more of of those situations until you do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm glad you said yes. It was awesome. It was amazing. You were so freaking good. It was such a professional setup. And you had fans coming up to you after. Well, you have new fans. I know. (laughs) Yeah. That was amazing. I know. Do we have anything else we want to say or talk about?
1: Well, we should just focus the energy in a way that is like summarizing
0: summarizing who we talked about a lot of things we did do you want to start what's your like takeaways then
1: well i think the biggest energy is really figuring out um what what works for us mm-hmm. okay wait okay let me try to focus the energy a the way <laughs> okay <laughs> That thing that I was just saying where it's about trying to figure out, like, who the fuck are we and, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck do we want? Mm-hmm. And I think everything that we've talked about throughout the whole two parts of this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how can we figure that out? And, yeah. we've, and we've given a lot of examples of like how we just did it this past week, like yeah. through intentional retreat mm-hmm. that we've done together and like talking about the things that really matter and trying things that are out of your comfort zone. And that can include plant medicine. Mm-hmm. This is giving you permission. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the final piece is like, yes, you can do all this inner work, but then you actually have to start to like turn that inner work and like actually put it in a place where you're like i'm gonna you know i know that this matters enough for me i've like figured it out i know that it's something that i really care about and then i'm gonna like put it out into the world
0: mm-hmm. i think that's where the the oscillation between the light and the sun uh, the dark and the sun happens it's mm-hmm. like you need to spend time in the shadows if you want to get anywhere but then you have to remember to go back to the sun to practice what you learned but then once you're there you have to go back to the shadows to to, to yeah. learn about what you just did but then you have to go back to the sun, like it just. I think you have to oscillate, and you need a good balance of that, and it has to be flow. I think, or it doesn't have to be. Or it doesn't have to be anything, but I, I think if it was in a flow where it's, there's this this circle that you're just constantly dipping into the shadows, and then you're dipping into the sun, the light, and I'm, this could be dipping into the feminine and then dip, mm-hmm. dipping into the masculine, like however, yep. whatever binary like kind of way you want to look at it, uh, the fluid nature of moving between those two gives that flow and i think in that journey of flow and oscillation and through all these things we talked about like energy work journaling uh using you know weed plant medicine or or psychedelics to open up more spiritual development um channeling uh art tarot it all is an effort to to know yourself better and your purpose and what you want to do with yourself in your life and how Mm -hmm. to be happier Mm -hmm. i think yeah
1: So that's how I would summarize it.
0: I I agree.
1: (laughs) And do you feel like that met with your intention when you wanted to create this episode?
0: Definitely. Yes. I think my intention was to talk about our week together. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, like, we've definitely gotten closer, I think, more Mm -hmm. than we have other times we've hung out.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Which has to do with us knowing ourselves better. Exactly. Like, exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly, <laughs> like that's my whole point. So I think and it we was know the each other better too. We just know each other better <laughs> too. Yeah, it's just this was a big week for both of us. I think, and fun week. It was great. It was very fun. <laughs> it was well. I think that's a pretty good summary and a good close. So, if you're done with that, mm-hmm. then great. I'm going to lead us out of the episode.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I am so honored to have been on another episode. Another two episodes (laughs) of this podcast, but now it's under a new name. And to all of the beautiful listeners of The Art of Existing, thank you.
0: And thank you as well from myself for listening to part two of my conversation with James. It was such a pleasure having him on the show again not just once, but twice as he said. Um, I, I got a lot out of my time with him. Um, I always do whenever I hang out with him and this recording that we did was no different. So I really hope that you also were able to take away some, some big things or even little things um, from my talk with James. And I hope that our conversation has maybe inspired you with your spiritual development or your sense of self or your purpose or whatever it is that uh, resonated with you. I would love to, if, if it did, I would love to hear from you about that. Um, you can message me on Instagram or email me. All my information is below in the caption. And same for James. If you want to reach out to James and talk to him about something or talk to him about coaching or whatever. I put his information below as well, so feel free to reach out to him. I know he'd love to hear from you. So thank you again for listening and for putting up with the scratchy audio on, at least on my recording. Um, And yeah, I will look forward to seeing you and talking to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.